Can you drop Eduardo Rodriguez? Plus, let's take a closer look at some Week 12 sleepers next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Friday, June 11th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And Eduardo Rodriguez just allowed six earned runs to the Houston Astros, and he has a 7.58 ERA over his last eight starts. Scott, can we drop Eduardo Rodriguez? Whether or not you can get away with dropping him is a different question from whether or not I think he's bad now. And obviously he's been bad. You mentioned uh, what the ERA looks like over his past few starts. Four earned runs or more in five of six. The ERA has gone from three 82, the season-long area, 382 to 603 during that stretch. And yet the XFIP is only 344. The FIP is around 370. The XERA looks good too, mid-threes. Uh, all the ERA estimators line up to say Eduardo Rodriguez is still a pretty good pitcher and deserves much better than he's gotten. And I do trust those more than pure ERA. Obviously, I want to trust Eduardo Rodriguez in my lineup right now. I need to see a couple decent starts from him before I thought about activating him again. But if you dropped him in something 12 teams or shallower, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't get picked up. So you could probably get away with it. Well, would you drop him for Mike Miner, who had a great start on Thursday at the Oakland A's? Seven innings, one run, one walk, eight strikeouts. And now over his last six starts, he has a 3.32 ERA. He's 58% rostered and faces the Tigers next week. Would you drop Eduardo Rodriguez for Mike Miner? So rest of season, it's probably similar. I might actually prefer Rodriguez, but as I mentioned, Rodriguez is not somebody I could trust in my lineup right now. Minor being on a good run, facing the Tigers this upcoming week, I, I would much rather start him right now. So if you need immediate help, that's a move I'd be fine with. Luis Castillo made a start on Thursday, Scott, which means... We need to talk about Luis Castillo. <laughs> Five and two-thirds against the Brewers. One hit, three runs, three walks with seven strikeouts. He actually left the game only allowing one run. He had two runners on base, and the Reds' bullpen did him no favors. But this is two solid starts in a row now, Scott, for Castillo, and we really need to see that from him. Yeah, we did, and it, it's to the point. Two good starts in a row. This one could have looked better if Lucas Sims hadn't coughed up those two runs that he inherited. Uh, but yeah, two good starts in a row for Castillo. I, I said that's what it would take for me to get Eduardo Rodriguez back in my lineup. And so I think that's that's where I am with Castillo, ready to think about getting him back in my lineup. But it just so happens he lines up for two starts this upcoming week at Milwaukee and uh, at San Diego. So yeah, I think it's I think it's time. Let's get Luis Castillo active. Let's talk about a few other two-star pitchers, Scott. Who are some sleeper pitchers that you like heading into Week 12? It's already Week 12, man. Yeah, well, among those who might actually be available, not nobody's super exciting. Jordan Montgomery, he's 77% rostered as it is, and the matchups aren't great. But, you know, he's been a decent pitcher. I, I think I'd run him out there for the two starts. Austin Gomber, I'd feel better about if his two starts weren't at home. Where he's actually been okay so far, but Coors Field, you know, that that's that's going to come back to bite him at some point. Uh, Shane McClanahan, not great his last two outings, but he's at the White Sox at Seattle. Those are two good matchups. Tucker Davidson off to a good start for the Braves, but one of his two matchups is the Red Sox. So that's risky too, but he's usable. They're all usable. I, I do like a couple of one start guys a little better. Tarek Skubal, who has been great with the strikeouts recently. He's at Kansas City. It's a good matchup. Yusei Kikuchi goes against the Rays. 
and the race struggle against left-handers. So I feel good about that one. Mike Miner, who we mentioned going against the Tigers, is a good sleeper for this upcoming week. All right, let's wrap up the week with some sleeper hitters, Scott. Who are some on the offensive side that you're looking at for next week? So uh, the Brewers are one of two teams visiting Coors Field. I like Sal Garcia. I like Willie Adamas, whose numbers away for, from Tropicana Field. Uh, you know, it, it looks like that that venue was really holding him back, and now he gets a few games at Colorado, a few games in Milwaukee, two great hitters venues. How could it go wrong? I like Justin Upton this week, who has been hitting well since moving to the leadoff spot and has an OPS near 1,000 against left-handed pitchers this week. The Angels have four of those on the schedule. Uh, Tigers have good matchups. Robbie Grossman's been heating up. Jonathan Scope's already been hot. I like both of them. I like Tommy Pham. I think that's, uh, yeah, that's the other team at Coors Field this week. And Tommy Pham has looked pretty good for the past few weeks. Yeah, Jonathan Scope in particular, his last 24 games, a 358 batting average with eight home runs. He's only 63% rostered. That is a name I can get behind as well here, Scott. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again on Monday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.